Hi everyone, Josh and Ryan here, and welcome back to the 2% Podcast. Research shows if you put 100 random people in a room, somewhere amongst them, there'll be just two truly incredible, inspirational people who are living their lives to the fullest. In this podcast, we bring those exact people to you, week in, week out. 2% of a day is just half an hour, so thank you for taking 2% of your day to be educated and inspired by joining us on our journey as we learn the secrets, routines and dreams of the two percenters. All right, amazing. So we'll transfer them now into the word association game. So as we've said, we've got 10 words for you. We'll go to Alali first and then alternately to Julian and then back and forth. So we'll see, see how we go on that. And then we've got 10 words in total. So first word is culture. Black. Voice. Sing. Legend. John Legend. Game. Uh, Overwatch. Vibe. Music. Social. Instagram. Food. Pizza. Ambition. Doctor. Mindset. And goal. And purpose. Strive. All right, nice. Some good stuff there. There, definitely. I'm going to pick up first off on music and, and vibe. I remember when we, we first spoke that this was something that, that wanted to come up. So kind of dive in a little bit to, to maybe the importance of, of music for, for you guys. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I mean, we love music. <laughs> you know, I mean, Julian plays, Julian plays the piano, he's picked up the guitar, plays the viola, organ, all that. And then I play the bass guitar and the double bass and the normal guitar as well. So that's how we first met, just um, in choir. We met in choir. Um, that, that was it, isn't it, Julian? We first met in choir, yeah, choir, yeah, yeah. and then ever since then, it's just been. I love music; always been a part of our lives, and I think now and that more than now, forever for me, because I've just I mean taking music tech for A level now. Just it's, I just love looking into different types of music, all different type, kinds of music, and then it's about the culture as well, different cultures surrounding music, and it's, it's bigger than just like what it seems like on the face of it. It's like there's a lot more. You can express a lot of things in music, and it's a it's a way to we can express ourselves creatively. Apart from just doing, you know, maybe raise a voice, we also express ourselves creatively through music as well. Yeah, to me, that's why I love it. I'll say for me, I say music has definitely taken over my life in a sense because every minute of the day, I'm always listening to music. I'm always having arguments with Alalu about music. I'm always just looking at music, looking at like people, like not even mainstream sort of musicians just very underground but in terms of culture like musicians who have sort of made a name for their place their type of genre of music and I would say that has very much made me appreciate music more and sort of the development of music I've said music a lot in this sentence right now but yeah that's the word that's funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah and even like when I'm happy or upset I'll listen to music. It depends on what mm. type. I think there was one day me and the lady came back from practicing at school and we were just walking back and it was just a sunset in front of us on this long road. And we just couldn't stop smiling at the, just the song and just the way it made us feel. I think Alali was just dancing down the road and stuff. And no, 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 that was you. No, 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 it was you. you, you, know, it was you. I've got a picture. Stop. Boys, we're both, we, we can both dance down the street, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just the way it made us feel and like just the excitement that you get from it. It's just a different level of just enjoyment, really. 
I mean, June, how, how long have you been doing music for? Like, what age? It's just like... Oh, since 10, I think. Nine. It was actually 10. a fluke that I just happened to be in music. I, um, so I kicked the ball into the music room whilst choir was going on at lunchtime one day. And the teacher was like, come in, come, like, just come and sing. And we were playing a full-on, like, 11 v 11 football game on the playground. And, yeah, the music teacher was like, oh, just come in. So I went in for a bit and she just, like, started listening to my voice and she was like, oh, I think you would be, like, really good to join the choir at the cathedral. And so I went one Friday to the cathedral and they took me, like, just then, then and there. And ever since then, I've just done music. Mm. Oh, that's a I sick thought. story, you know. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I, if I kicked a ball into the music room and they were, like, coming in, I'd be like, nah, I'm getting back to the team now. <laughs> but, no, fair play. That's a nice little story. Yeah, for me as well, it was like, I mean, I remember I, I, when I was young, I always wanted to play football and not do music. I got forced to do um to go to like a music school every Saturday since year one, I think. And then that was just, at, at the time, for a good two years, it made me really, really sad because like, I always wanted to join a football club, I always wanted to play football, I always wanted to do sport. And I never had that chance as much because I couldn't do it on weekdays for other reasons and I was doing music on Saturdays. But then I look back at it now and I appreciate it a lot more because I don't think I'd be the person I was today if I didn't have to do music week in, week out. And then I think it was that moment where I got, I think it was a point in around year six, I got like Musician of the Year, the, the award at the school. And that just made me feel like, you know, it, it all mattered doing music beforehand and then just coming here to now as well. It's like the way that Julian just, you know, when you ask what a vibe is, he just says music. It's just like, it's just a case of, it changes, it changes who you are. It's, you know, it's more it changes just, your whole mood for the day. Mm. Yeah, I think that's why, you know, we love it so much to this day. Perfect. I think you've, you've covered that in, in good detail. One I'll pick up on that I'm interested in is the link between mindset and end goal. So what was the connection there for you? Yeah, for me, like, as I said previously in the questions, um, my mindset has always been to look at the end and sort of know what I want to achieve. So it's like basically looking down a road, I use the road again, but looking down a road and sort of seeing, okay, I want that house. Or even like just walking around your neighbourhood and just seeing like, oh, look at these amazing houses you'll sort of be inspired to be like, okay, well, I want to work hard for that. So if you always have a goal at the end of like, like what you want to achieve, then I'll say the objectives on the way would sort of seem a lot easier in a sense because you're like, okay, well, I need to work hard to reach the, this objective to reach that end goal. And if you put them both together, I think that's a very strong mindset, in my opinion. Well, having the mindset to reach the goal, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like, um, what was it? It was, it was a case of having yeah, like a mindset to persevere towards the goal. It's like when you have a goal, you've got to have that mindset where you want to have to be motivated to achieve that goal, you know, unless maybe it's financially or um, physically unable to achieve. Like, say, like me wanting to do medicine right now. It's like when you have a mindset where it's you, I want to be a doctor because I want to be a doctor. Okay, And yes, it may take a while. Sometimes I, I, I may not get some grades in these areas, not my grades grades in these areas. But as long as I can still see that path, see, still see the end goal down the line, I'm going to keep on persevering until it's just too impossible for me to do. And I think when you have a mindset like that, I feel like achieving your end goal is, when, when achieving your end goal is the main idea, it leaves you in a very good place. Yeah, yeah. and definitely in terms of, sorry, sorry about that, but in terms of looking at your end goal, but like if you look at objectives in a sense and you sort of fail at one, you'll sort of be like, oh, what's the point of this? Like, what's the point of me carrying on? And you'll sort of give up right then and there. I think we've all seen that picture of um, like someone digging and then they just stop just before they reach 
reach that treasure at the end and then another person just digging and digging and then finding that treasure i think we've all seen that picture but sort of that sort of mindset of reaching reaching your end goal but then you would have sort of obstacles on the way that will stop you from trying to achieve them but you have to sort of look beyond that so for example i wanted i wanted head boy at my school but unfortunately i didn't get it and i i don't think i was quite as upset as the people around me like they were like so down they're like oh you should have got it you should have got it like and stuff like mm. that but i was like it's happened now you can't sort of think you can't sort of look on that because nothing's going to change so you have to sort of go over that hurdle and look at what you want to achieve next and for me, that was like, that's just looking at my A-levels. So during this, throughout this whole quarantine period, I've just been revising, focused on this raise of voice. And when I compare to like some of the things that my friends done like during this period, I think I'm like way ahead in a sense. I'm not trying to sort of be myself up, but yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because that's a kind of a really good example of that positive comparison, you know, where you're looking at yourself, you're looking at others in a healthy way, basically being like, this is the ambition that I have. This is the different goals that I have. And I'm working, I'm putting in work in these areas areas and I'm making a positive comparison there because I'm saying to myself okay this is what I'm doing this is what my peers are doing and I'm working hard to make sure that in whatever area I'm doing more than them yeah. and I think that kind of you know continually striving in that way is, is kind of that healthy competition that healthy kind of pushing yourself you know and I think that's almost the using the same culture around what we said that can be a negative thing earlier where we're talking about comparison and that sort of thing and how it can be anxiety inducing. I think it can. I think there, that's a really good example of using that as fuel for the fire in a way. Is it ever hard for you guys to identify that end goal? Because you mentioned your, your ambition of a doctor and stuff, but I think we're all quite young still. And I think for me personally, it's sometimes hard to have that big picture end goal because I don't really know and I get you know a few ideas here a few ideas there and it can be hard to stay focused sometimes on just one thing did anyone relate to that yeah 100 percent. i think it's a, it's a case of like say for me wanting to do medicine it's like it's it's scary because i'm not really one to place like a proper end goal yeah right at the end to do something but when you want to do it, i think for me the end goal isn't as much to be a doctor but just to do the degree in medicine and then see where that takes me afterwards. And I feel like, because I'm someone like, I'm, I'm the same as you, it's like when I, I, I normally have different, you know, there's just a lot of things going on in my head a lot of the time. So it's just, it's hard to pinpoint certain things. But even if I'm not one to have like a five-year plan and stuff like that, I think that comes down to personality, I think. I think it comes down to if you, I don't think it's detrimental if for every single thing you do, you haven't got an, a proper, proper solid end goal. I think in that case, you can just be a sort of um, I just a prospecting person where you just want to do something and then see where it takes you compared to someone else who wants to mm. lay out their plans accordingly. Not to be like a perfectionist, but just to lay out their plans and have somewhere somewhere to achieve, to, somewhere to strive to be all the time. You, you can be, you can be yeah. one or the other. Yeah, I was talking about this to somebody earlier as well, actually. I think there's a lot of pressure generally as a society, but particularly on young people to figure it out yeah, yeah. to come up with an answer to have a direction and I think the doctors and architects and lawyers of the world who need to do a lot of studying to get to that particular end goal face a lot of slack flack or whatever the word is in terms of oh you know where you're going yeah. aren't you amazing but then also kind of bring brought down in that sense of you're among the maybe two percent five percent of people who do have things kind of figured out because that's the end goal yeah. but then what I would 
would kind of say to that is that everyone that I've spoken to, whether it's 2%, whether it's other projects who are far along in their careers or they have a certain job that's prestigious or whatever, nearly every single one of them have, has said, oh, I, I came to be here by accident, you know. I, I met somebody randomly via a DM on insert social media platform, or I just bumped into somebody after having coffee, or I just asked somebody for their advice and they gave me a job, or I got fired and it was the best thing that ever happened to me in hindsight. Yeah. Or, you know, these kind of stories happen all the time, every day. And I think people also look back and forget the chance, the, the role that chance played in how things played out for them. And so then they say, oh yeah, I had a plan. I did this, I did that. I had my goals. And then actually at the end of the day, life is a, a kind of mad, crazy thing. And things do happen by accident. And actually there's nothing wrong at all with not having it figured out because that whole premise is that there is something to figure out. And, you know, that doesn't have to be a, maybe a, a religious type statement or something as, as kind of a level of whether there's a higher plan or not. That's not what I'm trying to get at. It's just that actually figure things out, figuring things out as you go is absolutely fine as well. And you don't have to know kind of that's the, the kind of thing I'd put into that. I think there's also a really important point there around it's probably external bias when we and people look at people like the people on the law programs and the doctors programs and thinking, you know, they've got it all figured out because in reality, they'll be thinking the exact same thing. And even though they're doing that course, they'll be going, oh, I really don't know whether I should go into this area of law or this area or to become a doctor or a vet or whatever it is, or even worse, some people will do those courses and halfway through realize they don't want anything to do with law because they hated it. So I think mm. it's easy to look at people and think, oh, they've got it figured out because they're doing this. Whereas reality, focus on your own thing and everyone's kind of just getting by, trying to find the next thing. So yeah. that's an important thing like to no think one, about as well. Yeah, like no one's got it, got it figured out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll Even say the people terms, at the top. Sorry. Sorry, go on, yeah. Yeah, I was saying in terms of... Oh, I completely lost my chain of thought. Sorry, my bad. Oh, that's on me. I, I, I that's fine, that's um, But yeah, I was going to say, even the people at the top like that we think they've got it figured out because they've already made it to here, you can guarantee there's something in their head that they're trying to work out what the solution is to, whether it's work or family or holiday or whatever it is. No one's got everything sorted. So yeah, kind of try and avoid that social comparison as, as easy as it is to do. Yeah, as I was saying, sorry about that. I would say my sort of, my idea of end goal would be like you can't mine always changes constantly i can never sort of focus on one thing but it's all i noticed that it's always a theme there's always a theme with it which is trying to be in a sense a better person i know that's quite ambiguous in a sense but being a better person so helping others like in terms of raise a voice but also it's never sort of short term in terms of my end goal like i always set my objectives as short term so like we've just started the youtube channel say for example 100 subscribers that would be something like objectives but my end goals have been recently like try to get to loughborough university do psychology try to get at least like three A's in my A-levels and like on the way there it's sort of working hard in a sense trying to get good connections with people try to build a better network to sort of better yourself in the future because whatever you do now will like any progress that you do now will 100% be like beneficial in the future and I've, I've been told that by so many people and I've only now started to see it because I'm like having conversations with psychologists that have like like from America, from Belgium, and like it's like really insightful, and I can never mm. put that on my personal statement. And 
I would say that sort of inspired me to set goals, as I said, like that try to make me seem as a better person. Not in terms of from another person's like perspective, but how it makes me feel in a sense. So I would say that is like it. Mine always changes, but that's always a theme of mine. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's weird in case like um, it's weird how it's structured. Isn't people want you to have your life figured out by the age. 16 and 17 finding out what you're going to do in the rest of your life and I think that's not really the case because as you said Ryan like in a lot of situations it's not like a lot of things happen by chance and I'm glad I started we started raising voice because I don't think I would have figured it out as early as on as early on as I did because I probably would have been hell-bent on getting into med school first try and stuff like that not even thinking that that was the only thing about life when in reality it's like a lot of things a lot of things aren't the end of the world it's just a case of being just knowing that life can go in a lot of different directions like you can have a five-year plan and then in in the first year everything could just change like that it's just a case of like you haven't even got to do medicine or like be a doctor in the end you can just be doing something totally different as well like me and julian talked to um, someone else as well and then there's someone who did a med- did a medical degree and then went into like um business and law but used their their degree to do mm. something else so it's a case of once you yeah, do a degree sure. you haven't got to go into you haven't got to know everything early on I think it's just the case yeah. of doing what you want, doing what you think you find the most interesting and doing what you think is going to benefit you the most and then seeing where it takes you. You haven't got to know what exact job you're going to get, everything that's going to plan out in your life in the next 10 years or so. No, I love that, love that message. I remember one of my teachers from, from secondary school, she, her first degree was in German and then she became a maths teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it, it just shows you, definitely. But um, I would move, move us on to the last section of the show and I'm going to ask you the question from Lewis Alexander Baxter who was our last guest so he he runs chit chat and so they connect the nation through conversation that's their their tagline and so his question for you both is if you could chat to anyone you could have a conversation with anyone dead or alive who would it be and why so come to Julian first whoa that is a deep deep question (laughs) Um, who would I talk to? Ooh, I would say probably, I've been studying him recently a lot. I would say Nelson Mandela because what he's sort of done in terms of Africa and racial injustice, I would say that's definitely inspired a lot of people. And for him to be so, in a sense, like stubborn to sort of stay with what he believes with and fixed to his idea of like equality, I would say that's like very much inspired what I've done not not sort of what I've done, but what I'm aiming to do, mm-hmm. like what I'm aiming to be. And I would love to ask him, like, how did he say stay so strong through all that sort of punishment and torture and being in prison? Like, how did he come out and still be so strong and passionate about what he thinks? So I would love to have a conversation with him. Mm, that's good. I'd like to have a conversation with uh, Rick Rubin, I think. A very knowledgeable guy. He's a, uh, he produces, he produces, uh, I don't know. I've seen the conversations he has with other people. I feel like if I had like a good hour conversation with him, it would change my life. So I'd probably go over. I might be mistaken, but I think Rick Rubin is he in? He might be in Tim Ferriss's Tribe of Mentors book. I, their name rings a bell. Um, yeah, yeah. Some good, uh, sure. some very good answers there to that question. Ryan, what about you? While we're on it, because I think that's a super interesting question. So. I want to know your answer. Oh, wow. Um, don't normally do this. That's just uh, we to, don't, but I, to I'm having the boys on. That's, that's throwing me off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if I chat to anyone, that's all I think it would be. Why? 
Um, it can't be me. It's I know hard. That's your first it one. can't be Josh. <laughs> yeah, get your head out. It's such yeah, a hard right. question to think of on the spot. No, it is. It is. You're not wrong. I think. Yeah, I think I would go with an early philosopher. You know, your, your Senecas, your Plato's, somebody like that. Somebody kind of so transformative, and 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 try and go through a bit of a a kind of purposeful meaning of life type conversation with somebody like that. I think that'd be very interesting. Not that I'm a philosopher, but um, I think to have some, like some people are transformational, right? Like your Einsteins of the world kind of have a massive impact on generations, but it's just so impressive and interesting to me how people who were alive such a long time ago, like not even hundreds of years, thousands of years ago, can have such a, a tangible impact on modern day life i think i'd have some fantastic conversations with with people like that Wait, james you too what was it yeah i'd, I'd probably go and josh, the... josh sorry sorry say that uh, say, say it again so then we can cut that out no no we'll uh, keep it in keep it in keep it in keep it that's calm yeah we're informal authentic call him stuff. call him jimmy yeah james yeah. <laughs> come on Jim. okay what, what is it? yeah no i'd go for a similar thing i think i, I think Someone that has real deep insight on your own mind, like in terms of a conversation that I won't be able to have with anybody else. So someone like a, a Marcus Aurelius or a Eckhart Tolle, more modern guy that does work on being present and things like that. Just because I think they're one of those really rare people that has insights into something so complex and that they have the ability to sort of articulate it in a simple way. So I think someone like that would be who I like like the Dalai Lama. Yeah, someone like that. Someone kind of a bit spiritual, mainly because as well, I don't really mm. delve too much into that world because there's so many sort of you know red herons and things that you watch out for. But I think someone that yeah. really is into that world and just have like an hour's chat with them. Yeah, amazing. That's a very good question. Thank you, Lewis. Yeah, no, thanks, Lewis, for that. So the last thing that remains then is to get a question from you guys so you can think of one to leave together or you can leave individual ones we don't mind but what is on your mind right now so we generally just ask guests anything you know it doesn't have to be about personal development mindset social issues anything just whatever's on your mind and um, we'll ask it to our next guest do you know that if you could listen to only one song for the rest of your life what would it be Ooh, that is a very deep question, <laughs> deep question. Like it's your sure few seconds we were to answer that. No, I mean, it's not like, that's the question we're going to ask the next guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd hate to answer that question. <laughs> so, it's a good one. So, yeah. yeah, if you could listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Amazing. Awesome. So, joint, joint submission, love that. That's definitely a tough one to come up with. So, is that the only music you're allowed to listen to? Just because sometimes the sort of elements of these questions can get a bit uh, touchy like is that the only thing you can listen to or is it like a genre or an artist or uh, only song i'll say only song only song one song, only song. no because i can listen to drake and just listen to tons of his songs yeah i know but that's just the case of okay yeah if you watch really artist or song i'll say song it makes it more difficult okay, song, yeah song, stick with okay. your original one yeah song, okay. yeah go for it go for it love to see it 
All right, amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for for the recording today. I think we've we've had a great chat. Really enjoyed mm, thank it. Thank you. Too. And um, yeah. yeah, I'll say like after all these calls, again. like after all these like like conversations I've had, I think it's definitely given me a lot more insight. And especially like this one as well. Like I think time just flew. I didn't. What time is it now? It's like uh, it's quarter to six. Yeah, like time just flew by just talking to you guys, and it's been <laughs> just so interesting. So, yeah, it always feels so like um, feels very refreshing. Just yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely give that, give that back to you. Kind of really good chat. A bit of a different app for for Josh and I as well to to think about. So definitely a good, a good chat for that. And well, that's it for another episode of the Two Percent Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. If you or someone you know has a story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. So please get in touch. And if you have a question you want answering, send it in to us using Anchor voice messages and you can feature in a future episode. All the links are in the description. Stay motivated, follow your dreams and as always, do it with a smile.